Hi, everyone. This is Aaron, and you are listening to Walnut Notes, the official podcast for the members and friends of FCBC Walnut. In this episode, I will be sharing a devotion to my high school Sunday school students from Psalm 84. And actually, if you're joining us via video, you're going to see me appear on your screen as we saved a recording from our meeting. I'll put a link to the video in the show notes. Thanks for listening. When this whole COVID thing was starting, I had a little bit of an existential crisis. I didn't really know what to think. And specifically, for this Sunday school class, I was like, am I still a Sunday school teacher if I don't have a Sunday school class to go to? And I thought to myself, am I still a worship leader if I don't have a worship team to worship with and a congregation to sing with? And then as I thought a little bit more, I was like, I think I'm asking the wrong questions. Maybe I should just start with a little bit more basic question, which is, how should I even feel about not going to church? How should I feel in my heart, in my emotions about not going to church, not being able to see people, having to do this online thing. Like, how should it make me feel? And so I think God's word does have an answer for us. And it's what I would like to share with you today. And so what I want you to do is I do want you to get a physical Bible. Okay, so go get a physical Bible right now. I'll give you a second to do that. And what I'm going to ask you to open to is... Psalm 84, and I'm going to open there too. So we're all reading it together. Psalm 84. Now, because this is a devotion, we're only going to look at one verse in this psalm, Uh, maybe a couple of verses, but this is a devotion. I'm not going to like, exposit the entire psalm. I'm going to just look at a section and I'm hoping that you trust me as your teacher that I did my homework. I did look at the entire psalm. I do know what the entire psalm means, but I'm going to take the small portion and I'm going to explain it to you and you tell me whether or not it makes sense to you. And if it applies, you're going to have to make your own applications, but we're, we're going to just look at this and see what God's word has to say. And remember the question that I'm presenting to you is how should I feel about not going to church? And what I do want you to notice when you look at Psalm 84, Psalm 84, have your physical Bibles in front of you, is that this is not a Psalm for COVID-19. So it's not like, I'm not saying this is specific to our situation. No, like this isn't what God says here. You're in COVID-19. You need to read this Psalm. No, no. What I'm saying is that like, after you studied this, you can see how it applies to the situation. And so that, that's what we're doing. And, and there, there are a couple background things that I want you to look at first before I show you the verse. Okay, so the first background thing we're going to notice is the title. And so when you look at the Psalm, look at Psalm 84, and it says, my soul longs for the courts of the Lord. And so you already get a sense of your soul, your innermost being, who you are as a person longing for, yearning for, wanting, desiring 
the courts of the Lord. And the crucial word that we need to interpret there is courts. We're not talking about basketball courts. We're not talking about like a judge and a judicial court. Although like, I guess it could like technically apply because God is the judge. But I think what we're talking about here is our, the temple courts, God's temple courts, where God reigns, where God resides, where he dwells. That's what we're talking about when it says, my soul longs for the courts of the Lord. That's the first thing. The second like background information thing that I want you to look at is who's the author. Now, most of the Psalms are written by David. This Psalm, however, is a little bit different. Look, look what it says underneath the heading. Psalm 84, what does it say? It says, to the choir master, according to the Gittith, a Psalm of the sons of Korah. So this one is not written by David. It's written by the sons of Korah. And there's a lot of background story here, but what's most important for us for this devotion is to understand that the sons of Korah, they were like the doorkeepers or the gatekeepers. Some would even say they were like the housekeeping or the janitors or like the the people who kept the temple clean. Uh, And some of them were even worship leaders. And so... Of course, me as a as a worship leader, this this speaks directly to me. I can I can feel a little bit of camaraderie here, but they they have different roles, and and that that's what I want you to keep in mind. They were the doorkeepers, or the gatekeepers, or the janitors, or even like the worship leaders of the temple. They had a job to do in the temple. We, we can put it that way. Now, the third thing that I want you to notice, and th- this is the last thing, the last background thing that I want you to look at, is look at. Verse 8. And this is where we're going to pick up for our devotion. We're going to pick up at verse 8 and keep going on. And look what it says It says, O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. And so at this part of the psalm, it turns from like a song, like a singing song, into more of like a prayer song like i'm i'm talking to god and the author says behold our shield o god look on the face of your anointed and the thing that you need to realize is that when it says anointed it means king so the person who was writing this was saying hey god look on the face look and see the king of israel and when the author is saying that he's asking God, God, would you look at the king that you gave us and would you show us favor through this king? Would you bless us? That's what it means to be the anointed one. He's like God's chosen one to lead his people, to take care of his people. And so that, that's what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with a song, a psalm that says, my soul longs for the courts of the Lord, the temple courts. It's written by the sons of Korah, meaning the people that were working there in the temple. And it, it's, it's a prayer. It, it turns into a prayer and it says, would you like bless your king? Now, we're going to look at verse 10, 11, and 12. And I think we have an answer here for how we're supposed to feel when, 
were unable to go to church. Let's read this. Read this with me. Look at your Bibles. Psalm 84, verse 10. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. And so I think from verse 10, when you just look at it at face value, it's really clear. It says, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. So it's good. It's good to be in the courts, in the temple courts with God. And maybe though, it's, it's not necessarily about like just that. I want us to figure out deeper. I want us to know why. Why is it better to be in the temple courts? Because there, there are many reasons why you can say it's good to be in the temple courts. You could say because it looks nice, because like there's a lot of shade here. I'm protected from a lot of things. There's a lot of good things here. I'm with God's people. Those are all good things. But I want us to look at why does the psalmist, this author, want to be here? And if you look, it says, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. So remember, the person who's writing this, he is a doorkeeper of the house of his God. He is like one of the people that that is in close communion with God. He would rather dwell in the tents of God than in the tw- tents of wickedness. And so maybe, maybe one of the reasons why it's good to be with God is because you're not around wicked people. You are away from wickedness. You are close to God in his temple. You are like physically present. You're close to him. You are in his presence. And so maybe that's why it's good. It's good to be where God is at. And then I think it goes more though. I think in verse 11, it it goes even more. It says, for the Lord God, the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. And so you can see, it's not necessarily about just like the temple itself. It's about God himself. He's a son in his shield. He bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And at the end of verse 12, it doesn't say, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who dwells in your house. It says, blessed is the one who trusts in you. And so the psalm, it directs itself from looking at the temple to looking directly at God. I think that the point here is that it's good to be in God's house because that's where you can be close to God. And so how should I feel about not going to church? Well, I should feel sad because I'm not close to God. And you should be thinking, you should be objecting to yourself right now. You should be saying, well, Aaron, Aaron, well, guess what? We're, we're not at church. Okay. Like we are restricted from meeting together, from seeing each other. Are you just saying that this is our life now and we should just be sad forever? And I would say, no, no, that's not what I'm saying, especially for us as New Testament Christians. And I would ask you to think 
and to look a little bit carefully. Okay. For us as New Testament Christians, we know that the true anointed one, the new, the, the, the new and better, the true king of Israel is Jesus Christ. And we know that verse 11, the Lord God is a sun and shield. The only one who shines so bright and who can protect his people is the Lord Jesus Christ. The one who has supreme honor and can grant the Lord's favor upon us is Jesus Christ. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. The only one who can walk uprightly is Jesus Christ himself. And so for us as Christians, we understand and we realize that even though we're not physically at church, God does not dwell in a temple that's made by human hands. You can't contain him to a physical space, but at the cross of Jesus Christ, our relationship with God was reconciled and now God dwells within us. And so we have God's presence in us. We don't have to feel far from God just because we can't go to the physical church. It was never about a building. It was always about building a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. And so we look at the cross and we stand amazed at the presence of Jesus who became sin for us so that we can have the righteousness of God. Everything, all of his promises are yes and amen in his son, Jesus Christ. I want to read you a verse. I want to read you a verse and um, maybe this, this can kind of like tie everything together. Just listen to me here. This is Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. It says, but you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels and feastal gathering and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven and to God, the judge of all and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Through Jesus Christ, we have a relationship with God the Father. If you don't have this relationship yet, I ask that you trust Jesus so you can have a way to heaven. And maybe like in this entire process, let's just say that we were never able to go to church again. Let's just say that like I was never able to see you face to face. How should I feel about that? Well, yeah, I'm sad about it, but ultimately my hope is in heaven. My hope and my home is of Jesus. And when you trust him, your home is there too. And so we don't have to worry about not seeing each other like physically at church, although that's what I want. I long to see you face to face. But we know that one day for those of us who are in Christ, we will be with Jesus Christ in heaven and we will dwell together with God in glory. That is our Christian hope. You know, even though like I had all these existential questions about being a Sunday school teacher and a worship leader. I think God still answered those questions for me, even though it might not have been in the way that I wanted them answered. I think God was telling me, Aaron, your roles and titles of Sunday school teacher, worship leader, 
even your job and your career or like the things that you look at in life, they don't really matter at the end of the day. What truly matters is if you have a relationship with me, with God, with Jesus. All these things, being a worship leader, being a Sunday school teacher, husband, father, nurse, all of these things are going to pass and fade away. And the only thing that will last is Jesus. And so students, I beg you, I plead with you during this time that you would consider your relationship with Jesus as more important than anything else in this entire world. Yes, even more important than physically going to church. Our hope is in heaven. My soul longs for the courts of the Lord. And I hope to see you in the true and better temple with Jesus Christ in heaven. Thank you everyone for listening to our podcast here at FCBC Walnut. Don't forget that you can get all of the episodes of Walnut Notes delivered via YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Just search for FCBC Walnut. And you can find this devotional series on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash fcbcwalnut. For more information about our church, visit our website at fcbcwalnut.org. While we are meeting online due to COVID-19, there are still many opportunities to learn, grow, and serve at FCBC Walnut, so let us know how we can help you to get plugged in. I also want to encourage you to subscribe to Walnut Weekly, our social media email newsletter. We deliver fresh resources for free and provide peeks behind the scenes from the social media ministry of FCBC Walnut. Let our social media ministry serve you. Find the link in the show notes, but you can also find the link under the resources menu on our website at fcbcwalnut.org. Thanks. See you soon.